Welcome to My Orgasmic Life Podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Gaia Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Welcome, my wonderful audience from around the world. I am super excited. There's some new things that I'm going to be talking about that I've never talked about on my orgasmic life. We're going to talk about the world of high-tech sex toys, not just the, the you charge it up and you turn on a button. I'm talking about all the variable possibilities that can happen in this wonderful world of high-tech sex toys. And with me, we have Kate. And Kate, do you want to tell us, first of all, I'm horrible at names, so I never pronounce anybody's name. So how do people pronounce your name? So you're absolutely right. It's pronounced Kate. Um, my original name is Ekaterina, but Kate is like way easier. So everyone calls me Kate. Uh, thanks for the introduction and thanks for having me here. So I'm glad to be here and share with you everything that I know. <laughs> okay, so let's let's talk about your journey. Let's talk a little bit about your journey of like how did you how did you get into first of all, what do you do? Let's start with that. What is it that you do in the world these days? Okay, uh, so I work as a sales representative in the United States for Kiro. Uh, so the, the, this is the first interactive brand of sex toys from Amsterdam. Uh, so if you want to break down what is interactive, I can explain yes. more. Yes, interactive basically means that the toys don't just only vibrate or they're not just only rechargeable. Uh, they can be connected to the porn videos. So basically you can watch porn with a toy connected to the video, and you can feel exactly the same things that you see in the video. Uh, so not only regular videos, but also 3D. So 3D interactive porn. Uh, so I have tried it once, like I, I, I won this VR goggles, right? And I watched like the 360 um, 3D porn, and it was like kind of an awesome experience, especially like if I was a guy, I think uh, I would have been like super amazed. So basically, uh, you see that like this is your body, right? This is your penis. So that's what I saw uh, wearing this headset. And all major porn stars were sitting on it one by one. Uh, and it was like, you know, like whatever you turn your head, there were different erotic scenes going on. Uh, and you feel like you are right in the middle of the scene. So uh, for sure, like for people who are good with technology, who use VR, who play VR games, uh, this is the next step in their solo pleasure. Uh, so besides that, interactive also means that you can control the toys on the long distance, or you can connect two toys between each other. For example, I don't know if the guy has this and she has this, uh, they can feel the same frequencies no matter okay. where they are. Okay, hold on for a second. So, because my audience is not just seeing us, but they're also listening to us. So let's explain. So what you just, you said this and this. So explain yeah. what, what you just held up. You held up these two toys. Explain, let's, let's okay. describe, yeah. describe uh, the toys. So basically all our toys are like uh, ergonomic, right? So they all have very nice designs. Uh, so we have some products for vulva owners, some products for penis owners, and uh, that can be like masturbators, strokers, sex machines, vibrators, anal plugs. 
And all of that, you can connect two toys, three toys, if it's like a group party, <laughs> a long distance uh, sex party. Uh, so they can all feel the same things that their partner. Uh, so not, right now, like with the pandemic, there are so many people in long distance relationship and like I was in this relationships many times as well. Uh, so if I knew about this technology back then, <laughs> it would have made things a way easier. Uh, yeah, so there is a big demand for this. And also uh, there is another interactive part of this technology is connecting to webcam. So uh, webcam business is basically um, one of the, the fastest growing segments of this adult industry uh, in general. Uh, yeah. So basically webcam performers, they get paid for the time that they video chat with their fans, right? Uh, and uh, this is like a very <laughs> nice work from home for many, many people. Yeah. Um, and it's quite profitable. And basically, of course, like most of these video chats are sexually related, right? Uh, but uh, the thing is that they get paid for like additional actions, like for, I don't know, for masturbating on the camera or uh, for doing like some other stuff that their fans are fantasizing about. Uh, but the thing is that uh, for given control of their toys, they can get some extra profits, right? So that's why the toys must be compatible with gaming platform. And right now there are only two brands, like Kira and one other brand who do have this technology, but the technology was the videos. This is only our unique sales point. Yes. And so for all of you not high tech people, which I am not, so I'm entering this world as like a virgin. And how often do I ever get to say the words I'm a virgin? <laughs> yeah, like a virgin touched for the very first, the first time. time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> It's so one of my favorite songs. Yeah. And time. so I've, you know, I've been, you know, uh, Kiro has sent me some beautiful toys for me to start testing and exploring and, you know, and, and experiencing this so that I can bring them to the table and like bring them to you guys so that you under like, and so I've started with one because it's a little overwhelming if you're like, you're not, if you're not tech savvy, just trying to get the app to link up with your phone and like your brain, like to, to, to conceptualize that, okay, so it's Bluetooth and then there's long distance. And so I started with the simplest one. Hold on, I'm gonna go grab it. Okay. <laughs> so I started with, we start, I've started with the plug this week. So at any point when you see me on camera, my partner may turn th this on. So we'll see. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was a nice choice that for the first for the first times uh, interactive toys, you decided to go big and just straight to the anal plug, right? Yes, but because, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I didn't put this, I've been using this as a vaginal toy, um, but it's, it's really quite beautiful like this. It's silky, it's smooth, it's, um, you know, really quite lovely. And there's, there's something really exciting about somebody else's controlling. So in the world, my world is lots of BDSM, you know, power exchange, control. So to have somebody else be in control of the toy is amazing. Cause you're like, you're like, oh my God, you don't know what's gonna happen. How long is it gonna last? You're just on the verge of having an orgasm and then they decide to turn it off on you. <laughs> Yeah, like that can be very unpredictable and exciting. And also like not only that, but when people like go out in the public to the movie theater, I don't know, when you are driving with your partner and you have something inside and he can control it and you don't know like how <laughs> how far it's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. There are a lot of like not only for long distance real life, it's it can be just for regular, you know, spicing up your sex. Yeah, in, in the, just the everyday possibilities, right? And and yes, in the long distance component. So yes, so that's what I started with. We started with the the loom, loomy, lumen. Lumen, yeah. Yeah, so we started there. Next week, we'll start with the strokers. 
yeah that's that's gonna be really nice because like our strokers i can just show you uh this sex machine so this is basically a sex machine right yeah and it provides up to 230 strokes per minute so basically there is a stroker inside that feels and looks like a real pussy made yeah. from a super skin material and inside of this sex machine the whole thing becomes interactive so can you imagine the guy is watching porn and this pussy is going like up and down on his penis right in the same motion as the video so this is kind of like really cool especially for guys and especially in the combo with the video <laughs> Now with the video, here's some questions that I have. So like with the video, would it does it only go with the fucking motion or does it also go with the sucking motion if somebody's getting a blowjob in the video? Like does it yes. do, do both? It does both, uh, but again, depending on the pace, right? So for example, uh, when it's a blowjob, right? That's, it's very gentle. We have one toy that has like a stroking rings inside and you can actually see like how every ring moves just like your tongue like i i have uh, i have showed it to my clients so many times like this is actually how they get the technology when you see the difference how it moves during the blow job or during like some teasing hand job or how it uh, actually moves when the penetration starts and when it starts to be like super intense <laughs> So yeah, it mimics everything that you see on the video. And this is like the most realistic experience that you can get. Now, have you guys created the, the opposite for vaginal owners to be able to experience that similar thing of being able to watch um, and experience being fucked? So for girls, it's a little bit more complicated because uh, the vibrators for the vulva owners, they are mostly like vibrating, right? So vibration also mimics things that you see on the video, but of course you don't feel it that realistic, like with a stroker, because like I've, I've tried, so I've tried the vibrators like connected to the video, right? Like, yeah, vibration reacts on everything that you see, but again, like, because it doesn't go back and forth, you cannot actually feel it like, like with a real penis, right? But when I uh, when I give my guys like to test um, Kiro products together with the videos, like they are usually uh, after that they uh, they don't have any motivation to look for the partner <laughs> because you know they they feel pretty good like without <laughs> without anybody. Um, yeah, so uh, of course not not everyone, but you know some some of them. Yeah, they said like that's way easier <laughs> than all this Tinder and all this uh, hard work that they have to do um yeah so basically uh, right now our sex machine the the one that i showed you um, yep. we will launch an attachment for this that will be compatible with the dildo so in mm. this case in this case it will be like um something for vulva owners too something that you can but again like you know most of the um uh, the, the, the statistics shows that right now the guys primarily the ones who are watching porn uh but yeah i hope that this market will also expand for for us women who are still watch porn <laughs> <laughs> yes so that so that you're working on that it's not out yet yeah so this attachment will be out in a couple of months so okay great oh that's exciting that's exciting because i want that yeah. attachment that's I, I'm, not waiting, I'm waiting i'm waiting for this one too you know like it will ease a lot of things for me as well i think for like like for those guys yeah yeah um so what so what about the the one the toys that um can sync up with each other so the i have a pulse but we didn't get i haven't gotten the the the, the dildo vibrator one that goes inside yet but it's like those toys that pair up while you're both watching porn right like is that so uh, this is like a separate function right so the porn is uh, when you just connect one device right so one person watches and you connect one device uh the connectivity between the devices is when for example you are in san francisco and i'm in la and we want to play with each other and you have a masturbator and i have a vibrator and we can sync our toys on a long distance so one device will transfer the vibrations and intensities to another device. 
at the same rate that without device is using it. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. So basically this just helps you to stay closer to your partner who is on a business trip or if you happen to be in a long distance relationship, which is very hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like this is a good way to be connected. Yes, I love it. So how did you get into this industry? Like what, like one day you're like going about your life and then the next minute you're like, oh, I'm now the salesperson in the US. <laughs> did that happen? Yeah, I, I have a very fascinating story. So like first thing you see the world. <laughs> yeah, so um, how did I get into this industry? Um, so first of all, like I'm originally from St. Petersburg, Russia. Uh, I haven't been there for five years. So uh, obviously I'm against everything that is happening over there right now. Just, uh, just I couldn't not mention it. Uh, so yeah, so basically I was born in Russia in St. Petersburg and um, I always had a lot of interest towards sex. So basically like for me, sex was like a science. Uh, so I really wanted to lose my virginity and I was like preparing for it. Like I was trying to like, learn uh, how, how to do things for the first time because like you know you know nothing you know you don't want to uh you don't want to fail right so i'm just like i'm a kind of person who always wants to uh do uh, do their best you know like to be on the top of shit um, so can i can i ask a question yeah. so what what was sex education like in russia so that's uh, that's where I'm getting to. So yeah. I was trying to educate myself, right? Because there was no sex education at schools at all. Like yeah. it's like sex just doesn't exist, and uh, parents, uh, not many parents, actually talk to their kids about sex, about contraception. Like my mom never uh, never talked to me about that. Uh, right now, I talk to her, and I'm giving her advices, and I'm giving like her products that she uses with her boyfriend, but. Back in the days, like she was very conservative. She couldn't talk about it. And I was looking at my peers and the situation was exactly the same. Like nobody knew anything. And uh, then like uh, at the age of 14, 15 years old, they already, uh, they were already like pregnant. They already had like STDs and all kinds of stuff. And um, so basically that was the first moment when I realized that there was a big gap and that it, it, it was not supposed to be like that. Like, why, how am I supposed to know, right? If nobody tells me anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, um, I was a big fan of Madonna. Uh, mm-hmm. So when I was like uh, 11 years old, I read her biography. I read another one and I was so inspired by her, like, you know, uh, by her role in this like sexual revolution in uh, the acceptance of the LGBT community and how she made like sex so revolutionary. But at the same time, um, I think she played a big role in like people getting rid of this like sexual shame and making things more like acceptable, right? Uh, making your sexuality more acceptable. Uh, so yeah, so I was inspired by that. Uh, then I was reading Freud, I was uh, reading Larry Flint books. So my, um, so one of my like family friends went to United States and asked him, the only thing I asked him to bring me uh, was Larry Flint's uh, book, like his biography or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I was reading and I was inspired by people who were very like sexually positive and very open-minded. And that's why like I was still living in Russia and I was thinking, okay, like this is not gonna work because <laughs> because like mentality here is different from what I have in my head. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have like many friends at school. Like I was like kind of, you know, uh, I, I was just my, my <laughs> I was just minding my own business. Uh, so then I I lost my virginity, right? And I wanted to explore sex like full with this with this person. So we were together like for two or three years mm-hmm. and we were trying everything. So I was like, I was already going to the adult store to buy this, to buy that. I was already like uh, doing the role games just with my first sexual partner. And of course, like at that age, when you're a teenager, your sex is great without it, without any of that. But I was like so deep in this learning about sex that I wanted to try it all. 
-hmm. So I tried it all like <laughs> at the very, I'd say like the very young age. So I knew like all the theory. Uh, and then um, when I was on the, uh, when it was my, when I was 17 years old, um, I realized that I wanted like to separate from my parents to earn my own money. And um, I, I needed a job, right? And I was really interested in sex. So uh, one of my friends, uh, and, and he was just like a friend, like he was just a buddy, right? But for mm -hmm. some reason, like at some point, I started to look at him in sexual way. So I was like, I was doing everything to make it happen. <laughs> and one day he told me, look, Kate, I think, uh, I think you should try to get hired at the adult store. Mm -hmm. because you will do great there <laughs> and I thought okay like maybe he's right because the adult store was just like a couple a uh, couple blocks away from me and it was the biggest Russian retail chain by then time it was a uh, uh, pink rabbit so they had 60 stores uh, so uh, but they had like basically the requirement was to be uh, at least 24 years old and that was 17 Mm -hmm. And uh, I still called them and I said, like, I was, I was 24, uh, but then I came to the interview. <laughs> I came to, yeah, so I just decided, okay, like, I will just try yeah. because they will understand that I, I can handle this, right? So I just needed to get to the interview to talk to the person who, <laughs> who is in charge. So I, I came there, I gave them my passport and they said, like, you are not 24, we cannot do it. I said, like, let me talk to the guy. And, and then you tell me. So um, uh, this, the HR manager, he became my good friend and he actually taught me like everything like in deep for uh, to actually be qualified as a sex educator. Uh, so he will, um, so basically we were talking and I told him about the mistakes that salespeople in their store were doing when I was there. And uh, I just pointed out like, hey, you have like, people saying this, this, and that, this is not right. So he understood that I knew better than them. Even they had education, they had training. Uh, so he told me, okay, so you are only like three months away from being 18. So we can, we can actually like, we, we can do it because it's only three months. Uh, so I was hired and my sales were like, a way bigger than anybody else, uh, even in the shitty store <laughs> where they, that was like not doing much at all. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, they realized that, okay, she, she is really like good at it. But at the same time, I started uh, my first year at the University of Economics and Finance, and it was also full time. Mm -hmm. uh, so then I had like a choice. Should I build my career or should I study? And I decided, okay, I'm going to try to do both. <laughs> so uh, I, I've tried and it was like really hard, but I, I made all of that happen. Mm -hmm. uh, so then they realized that, okay, she's doing so great. We need to put her in a flagman location where it was like um, the huge store, like a, uh, like a hypermarket, like the, you know, this like huge store. Like, super, like a huge superstore for sex toys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and it was, um, and it was not only the store, but also the head, the headquarters, and the office, mm -hmm. everybody. Um, so basically, I work. I started to work there, and the owner, the the CEO, he uh, he has noticed that I was like um, communicating with the clients so well that I was like I, I could sell to one person and not twenty things at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, and he was very like famous person in in uh, Saint Petersburg, and there were a lot of like rich guys, a lot of like um, show business uh, people coming to the store to shop because they were his friends. And these people usually had like you know they were not the typical customers, so, like as richer person is, as more uh, fantasies, as more like kings. Yeah. Uh, so and they were very satisfied with my consultations and with my uh, shopping experience with them uh, so they started giving him feedback and um, they started to give me like more and more things to do so I started to do sex education classes at the first sexual wellness center in Russia uh, so I was given uh, lectures about like anal sex role games 
uh, sex toys, prostate massage. So I was doing this part-time and the, and the store. And then this guy who hired me, uh, he left another job to bus made hydro pumps, uh, the best products for penis enlargement on the market. <laughs> so uh, he left to them and he gave me his position. So I was teaching all salespeople uh, because like when you have 60 stores, you have like at least five new salespeople coming every week. Yeah. So we developed a whole week of lectures for uh, adult store employees. So basically where we just, every day for seven eight hours we just break down everything every a group of the products all the materials lubricants how to do this how to do that uh the, all the information about like the, that they really need to know if they want to provide an accurate service and um uh, keep customers satisfied because sometimes you know like someone buys the clitoral gel and then they come home and then uh apply and they apply like too much and then they come back and they say, like, we're going to sue you because I burned my pussy. Like, I burned my pussy. And, <laughs> yeah. and uh, that happens because, like, salespeople didn't know or didn't yeah. communicate that well. Um, so, yeah, so basically uh, we had, like, 100 pages manual and we were, like, taking this very seriously. Um, and they so, just for a second here, I just have to say, like, that's amazing because I know the sex toys industry here in Canada does not have that kind of level of training um, in their stores on their products. Certain the boutique stores do, but like the bigger chain ones do not have that kind of level of, of training. So like, that's amazing. I can tell you, I was surprised when I moved to LA and when I started to visit stores like uh, I visited the entire West Coast and I can tell you nobody does any of that. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah the, it's just random trainings when vendors come or they just come to the store and they just learn during the during working. But yeah. an hour, an hour chain, like before you, uh, so after the seven days of the lectures, you have to take an exam, you have to take a test and you have to take um, uh, just like the quiz with the, uh, with the with the teacher right and then if you fail then you just don't work they will not allow you to work even if they don't have people because you know like it's better just just not to hire because because like if you didn't get it after one week of uh seven eight hours each day so then you will not get it this is not yours but uh yeah i mean we, we took it very seriously and we had like other exams every half a year to check like if they learn from new trainings from the vendors. Uh, so yeah, that was like the, the, I think that's a big gap here because even sometimes I go to the store just to buy something that like, uh, I don't know, that I need just right now and I'm, and I'm not gonna wait until someone ships it to me. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't see such a deep, uh, yeah. understanding on, of what we are doing and uh, what it is about here. So, um, yeah, um, I'll see that like this structurized, because like this, it's a lot of information in mm -hmm. every, in every store you have like 15,000, 20,000 of SKUs and all of the things, like if you use penis pump, uh, the incorrectly, uh, you can bruise your penis. Uh, I don't know if you use like anal toys for uh, for vagina, you can um, you can mess up your pH, you can mess up like everything you. Yeah. Done. Oh yeah. Just don't know. Like I mean, and how 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 is supposed to know if we all understand that sex education is in a very very bad shape, pretty much everywhere. Just depending on where it's it's worse or a little bit better, but it's still yeah. like there is no. Um, I mean, except for European maybe countries, but uh, some of the European countries, but you know, overall, yeah, I don't, I don't, I see it's still a problem. So that's why, uh, that's why here we are to, <laughs> yeah. to, uh, to fix this. Yeah, so basically I was doing that um, and uh, at my university, they, they found out that I was working at the adult store and they started to give me a lot of shit because it wasn't like appropriate for finance and economics a student to uh, work at the adult store. Uh, but so a couple of years were really rough. They wanted to kick me out, but I was still like balancing all of that. 
And um, my specialization was PR and advertisement. And by that time, uh, they wanted to launch their own private label. So our own toys, basically, to sell via our chain. And um, because I was like in PR, they decided to delegate it to me. And I went to China. I met the, with the factories and we launched our own brand. So then I became a head of the buying department, um, so started to go to the trade shows all over the world. So I met like all these companies like Doc Johnson, Carl Exotics, all these big names. Like I met all of them in person. We started to do direct business. But uh, by the end of the day, like everyone was sending me so many products. That was with, him, uh, with my boyfriend and we were like serious. We were about to get married. Um, and we were testing all of that because, you know, like how, how, how would you know uh, what you should bring into your uh, store and spend like $50,000, $100,000 on it if you are not sure um, how, if, if it's good enough. So basically I was testing all of that. At some point I was like, I was burned out to test it honestly. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, like at some point, like it's not that you want it. It's, it's, it's not <laughs> because like when you have like a whole kitchen just full of this stuff, it's not that you want to masturbate or you want to like uh, wear a cock ring during sex with your partner. You want just like to have sex and just, and just go to bed <laughs> and not to make this review. So at some point, um, I really like, I was working so much and I was testing this so much that I, that I didn't want to use it for my like real sex life anymore at all. But uh, then it went away. So then I got used to, it. Um, <laughs> but that was like, that was fun time. Uh, but again, then I was still feeling that, okay, so I have everything. I have like um, very high position in the industry that I really like. Um, I graduated from this university with the final project based on this line of products. So I gave all my professors uh, back oh. with the our goodies and they all were very happy they said you know we were about to divorce with my husband and we were so shy to go to the store and now you're giving us this so now we are now we will use it like for sure right <laughs> so uh, yeah uh this everything uh, everything like turned out well uh but the only thing that i was still living in russia and i was just unhappy because i was there like i mean it's just you know like it, it always felt like I was just born in a wrong place. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I already had the, the boyfriend and it was serious. So I didn't know what to do. And I decided, okay, I need at least to go check it out to United States, right? So I decided, okay, so I should go there and do some business at the same time. So I decided to go for the uh, industry trade show. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like six years ago, or five years ago. So uh, just to check out what is what is America and is it like uh, is it the same as I imagined or is it something different uh, or I was just living in my dreams and my yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so the moment I uh, went out of the airport LAX I yep. understood okay this is this is home now now what what are we doing now <laughs> so. Um, I went to this trade show, then I went to my first AVN. I went to this uh, parties uh, in the penthouse uh, with the porn stars and and I saw like, okay, like this industry is definitely bigger here than there. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make sense for me to be there at all because like, if this is the path that I wanna go, that, then I should be here. Uh, and plus the, the mentality and everything was just the way um uh, way more they were closer to me than everything that i had uh, in my hometown so um i came back to russia i announced everybody that i'm leaving <laughs> that i'm moving <laughs> and that i'm doing this in four months and before i did it i decided okay i need to announce to my vendors to all my uh, foreign colleagues that i'm leaving uh so i threw the first um, uh, the first trade show in St. Petersburg for mm -hmm. foreign manufacturers of the uh, pleasure products and for our um, professionals. Uh, so this was a very unique event. So we hosted everybody from California, our vendors from Europe. Um, and basically there I announced it and I said, okay, if anybody, if anybody needs me <laughs> to work for them when I'm in the US, let me know. <laughs> 
So, <laughs> yeah, I decided to play it smart, you know, like <laughs> to give it a shout out. Yeah. Um, so I moved and in three weeks, I already had like a couple proposals. Mm -hmm. um, so I started to work for Swacom. This is the brand of sex tools, like also like high-end, uh, but the, uh, like more of this average price point, but still very uh, nice products. So um, I started to work for them as a West Coast sales rep. So I had to just develop like all the B2B accounts mm -hmm. um, and uh, they didn't have any business on West Coast. So I just started to drive the entire states of West Coast, just visiting all the stores, meeting the store owners. And that was like kind of experience because I realized that like, how different is United States? Because of course I could live only in New York or LA, right? So this is the only two cities where I can live. But uh, when I visit like I don't know, Oregon, Washington, Utah, when I came to Utah, like, I mean, whoa, wow, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> like uh, where some, somewhere people uh, cannot have bank account if they're adult stores somewhere like, yeah, uh, people have still this uh, uh, adult seizures where people like jerk off on this. <laughs> like it was so crazy for me because you know, like in uh, it, like nobody still has. Like I mean, in, in Europe, like it was a it was a thing a long time ago. Like in Germany, that uh, but yeah, when you have like the big modern store and at the same time there is this part. Of, like it was just kind of you know. And then I re realized that it's because some husbands are afraid to watch porn at home, so they have to go there. So it's all like, you know, here you have so much freedom. Like I have people um, going naked on my street, like all the time here in LA, right? <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, there were this kind of problems. And so I was driving the entire state. So I was visiting even like very small towns, like, I don't know, something like Midford or like things like that. And, I just realized, okay, this is so different. Like how it's, it's even, how it's even uh, the same country, right? <laughs> because it's, it's so diverse. It is, uh, the US is such a diverse place from one city to the next city, to the next city, to the next city, to the, like, it's such a diverse of what sexuality and what, you know, what's okay and what the censorship rules are and what's not okay. And um, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, I'm sure it's like a mind-blowing experience while you're going from sex toy store to sex yes. toy store. In the, entire, in the entire West Coast. So, Coast, like, yeah. <laughs> so basically, like, I visited the entire West Coast with this business trips, like, the entire state yeah. in uh, one year and a half. So, wow. uh, like, not many Americans who I know have been to so many places as I, <laughs> as yeah. me. And, but it was, you know, it was very productive. And it gave me, like, the uh, deeper understanding of, like, what is America? Because a lot of, like, a lot of people come to United States and they stick to their community, uh, to people, like, who are from the same place. But for me, it was, like, completely different. I was just thrown in the, in the real, <laughs> in the real shit. <laughs> So I was just uh, exploring and we participated on all major trade shows. Uh, so I started to like hang out with this, like uh, with the porn, uh, not, not hang out, but at the events, right? So I, I saw like how the porn industry was yeah. different from our business because I'm like, in, a, in in adult toys, like everyone is like super friendly. Like it's not, nobody like is having, I don't know, orgies after the show. Like we are there to like, do business and make money and make deals happen, right? But then we have some shows where we have both toys and the porn side. And basically we are separate during the day, but at night everyone comes together and yeah. it's kind of crazy. Like you are a sex toy seller, right? And here there is a James Dean whose uh, penis, whose, whose replicas of his dick he was selling when he was 18 years old at the adult store in Russia, right? And now you're like drinking with James Dean and, and you look and you don't even recognize him from porn because like everything looks so different in porn. And yeah. uh, and all the time, like I was such an, because I have very bad like face memory mm -hmm. and all the time uh, I was at this event and someone like really famous standing right, right in front of me, some famous porn star, and I don't recognize them. Like, and, and then people say, 
hey hey do you do you know who is that and then oh oh my god yeah it's him you know like the, that's the biggest penis i've ever seen in form and then that oh that guy was peeing on people like in the 80s you know? <laughs> like yeah uh, that that's that was just crazy and a lot of fun and uh but again like everyone is super correct everyone's super polite nobody would like force you to do anything you don't want to do like porn yeah I just is hanging out with themselves like having sex or not having it or just having fun uh but we all are friends and it all feels like you know one international uh family which is super open-minded and sex positive um yeah so basically I've been doing that and then the pandemic started right so yeah um and honestly uh so my company had like uh, has the two uh, um, the company that i was working for before kira had the manufacturers uh, the factories in uh, china and um i remember i came back from avn so this is like porn oscar right this the yeah. biggest, uh, porn event in the world that brings uh, 70,000 people every year to las vegas with all the porn stars was all crazy stuff going on like it's uh, this is an adventure this is like uh i don't know sex burning man, <laughs> porn burning man for our world <clears throat> so um yeah so basically um uh, I, I i came back from the first avn um not, not from the first avn from 2000 2020 avn yeah uh and i came back from there and my company like people from china they uh, they told me, you know, there is a virus here, like nobody, uh, nobody is allowed to leave their houses. We are like locked up. And I was thinking, okay, if they have it there and we have such a developed logistics system, <laughs> we are more likely already having it here, but we don't know. And I started to tell everybody, I started to tell my friend, hey guys, like there, there is a pandemic coming, like there's shit is going down. <laughs> So nobody believed me. Everyone was saying like, you are just paranoid, you watch news too much. And then uh, everything happened that that happened. That yeah. we, we know what happened. So I was going crazy because I traveled most of the time before. And yeah. now I was stuck at home and the world was falling apart. Yeah. And the lay has become so weird. Like, Honestly, like it, it was like a zombie town. Like you, yeah. you didn't yeah. want to be on the street. It was like it was a mess. Uh, shootings, like whatever. It, it, it just it doesn't yeah. Matter. We don't, yeah. We don't we don't want to talk about the pandemic. Yeah. No, uh, that's, okay. Not, okay. Not, all right, we don't so, want to talk about that. that, that yeah, yeah. We, so we all I'm, survive. Everybody's still alive. Is still alive. Yeah, I'm just getting to the point how I started my YouTube channel because okay. all of that was going me so, was I was driving me so nuts that I decided okay I need a distraction right so now yeah. I cannot train people I cannot do in person trainings so I decided to start my YouTube channel because my friend uh, works in the movie industry and he told me okay so we are all going crazy here what do you know like what do you know how to do what we can do on YouTube I said I, okay I, I can do sex education and he he can do filming so we started our youtube channel in bed with key and uh for the for, like first we were considering it as a pandemic hobby uh but then so i just started to post videos like about the products that i could send to salespeople, right yeah and then i realized that people started messaging me from from india from pakistan like hey like your channel really helps us. Like, can you do a video about this? Can you can you do a video about that? Because the thing is that they they don't have this sexual education. Like I didn't have it in Russia, right? Yeah, yeah. But I decided, okay, so maybe uh, I have to do something for the society on the like on the bigger scale than just teaching salespeople. So I decided uh, to do more of the like general sex education uh for regular people not just for people in the industry and uh, i've been doing it since then so one video per week you can always expect from me but <laughs> um and yeah and just recently i have started working for kiro beautiful beautiful so uh what's the youtube channel again uh it's called in bed with kate so in bed with me, basically, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm teaching you everything that I know from my experiences in bed and trying to make people more open to trying new things, Beautiful. not being, uh, you know, 
not holding anything back and just being like open with their partners, being able to talk with their partners about their sexual desires. And um, yeah, just open up a little bit and uh, do what really makes you happy, what makes you turned on and what makes you excited. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's wonderful. So they asked, that's quite the adventure of uh, a life you've had so far. Yeah, it's been a ride. <laughs> it's been quite the ride. Um, you know, thank you for sharing that ride with the audience. Um, I would love to have you come back um, and maybe do some more specifics on sex toys, um, you know, where we can go into like, okay, well, this is how this one does. And this is what this is. This, you this is the one you need and this is why you need it. And we can like have some conversations about, you know, as I'm testing the toys and be like, all right, so this is what I did with the toy. This is what, what worked really well. Let's talk more about, you know, any particular questions or like I can ask you more information about it so that um, my audience can be like, ooh, then they will like know more about that particular product. How does that sound? Yeah, that sounds great. Or you can even ask your audience what kind of products or what kind of like information about the, the segment they want. Because like I can tell you about any, any toys, about like how to grow your penis, how to how to do that, how to I don't know how to uh, 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 um, yeah how to uh, how to do kegel balls, how to um, how to be more. A sensitive to orgasm like how to develop just like yeah we we can talk about many of the things just let yeah. you know what is interesting for you for your for your audience and i have a lot of uh, samples here to demonstrate <laughs> so <laughs> yeah so i think that that would be a good thing to you know have you come back on the show and and be like okay this is what we're going to we're going to talk about we're going to talk about you know, multiple orgasms. We're going to talk about anal. We're going to talk about this particular topic. And, um, you know, you and I can have a conversation about that topic, both of our experiences in conversation about it. I can ask you questions. We can tell funny stories, but in that more engage in the, the engagement part of, of that, I would love to have you back on the show. Sure, I'm down. So okay, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so again, where do you want people to go and spend time with you? So my channel in bed with Kate on YouTube is the best time to find me. Uh, there you can also find some videos of the reviews of interactive products if you are interested in that. And the links are also in the descriptions of the videos. Or if you want to just find out how to clean your uh, but before anal sex, you can also go there. Uh, so many, many different topics we have already discussed during the last two years. So please come check it out. Uh, my Instagram is Miroki1. It's also uh, everywhere on my YouTube. You can also find the links. Uh, yeah, let's stay in touch and I'll be happy to come back and share more everything that I have learned over this uh, eight years of working in the sex industry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I want to ask more about what happens at those after parties. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it's it, it, it's very different. It can like anything can happen. Anything yeah. can happen. Uh, yeah, so it's just uh, a matter of the mindset and people around you. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, I have seen some uh, group sex and jacuzzi uh, in. We don't want to give it all away. Yeah, we, okay. we, we, we don't want to tell all the stories, okay? We got uh -huh. we have to have them come back. We have to have them come back. Okay, so, sounds good. Sounds good. I'll keep some for for later. Yeah, <laughs> some for later. So, audience, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed uh, Kate's adventures, getting to know her better. Um, I'm excited to bring you all these new possibilities and all these new toys and talking about all the fun ways in which you can get freaky with yourself and your partner. <laughs> <laughs> and also new ways to, you know, spend more time with your porn in a, in a fun way. So um, stay tuned. You 
to the next time that Kate's back on the show. And remember to enjoy my orgasmic life. Tell your friends, do all the things. You can, you know, where you can find me at guymorissette.com is the hub to all things that I do in the world. And stay kinky, stay horny, and make sure you have a wonderful orgasmic day. Until next time. I love Bye. it. Stay horny. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for having me. I'll see you next time. See you next time. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator... Um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. Now, if you're like, oh, I really wonder what's in the extended version. <laughs> well, find out at Patreon. Come join my Patreon for not only the extended version of this episode, but also bonus content behind the scenes, all sorts of juicy, juicy stuff. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook at my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> so please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye. <laughs>